It's an interesting topic, definitely very interesting, very topical. Topical. It's talking about Nichush. Who knows the Taich of Nachash? Shaloy le Nachash, that English word. Divin and how do you say it? A snake? A snake? Divin? Come on. Shaloy. Divining. That's the boy. That's the name. That's, that's, that's the word, divining. An act. An act. If one does an act, which due to that act, you will know the future or you prove the future or what will be in the future and the like. That's called divining. So it says in the Torah, Loi Senachashu, and that is written in the parasha. In parasha's Kedoshim, right? Loi Senachashu, Eden are prohibited to do Nachash, number one. Number two, that is, falls into the category of sorcery, of Kishuf as we will soon see. And also the Torah says in Parshas Shoftim, that Torah says there, the Torah says that the non-Jews, the nations of the world, says he doesn't want the Am Yisrael to do this, and therefore when you enter Eretz Yisrael, don't do as the nations do, and they will be, so to speak, uh, they'll be sent out of the land because it's whatever it is. Okay. It's what they do, this, these type of things. We'll, we'll, let, we'll go on. Let's, let, let's just say, Lomrazen. The Iker is Azoi. It's a Mephurashi Gemara in Chulin, that Tzadik Beis. Here we go. Take out a Chumish, and it's just an open pasuk. Look what's going on here. In Parashas, in Parashas Chai Sora, we learn that Avram Avinu appoints Eliezer, Ebed Avram, to go find a Shidduch for Yitzchak. And he goes out and he decides as follows. He, he decides to do as follows. What does he decide to do? I'll tell you what page. Uh, and I'll tell you in a second. Uh, page 110. Page 110. Says, says Eliezer. He's traveling. El Arsi ve El Moiladeti, as Avram sends him there. And he starts, he starts speaking aloud, and he says, I'm standing there of he says, It will be Hanara, the young girl, Asher Umar Eleho, Hatinochadech Veeshte. You, uh, you know, take something, you have Omrash say, and she will say, So basically he says, he sets for him a sign, an omen, okay? And he says, this is my omen. What is it? If the girl, I will ask, uh, yeah, just, uh, would you like to drink? And she said, if I, yeah, I would like to drink, yeah? And she says, doesn't just offer me to drink, but she also offers that to, 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 to the water, what's it called, drink to the cattle. So then uh, that's a proof that she is kind and good, etc. And she's suitable to be, to, uh, yet as a kala for Yitzchak, as a bride to Yitzchak. And we read on, and so occurs. That's exactly what happened. It says, she, he asks her, page 112. And she says, Stay drink. And not just that, when she finishes in your test, she says, She says, Don't they just, here's more water for your gmalim, for your camels, right? Wonderful, right? Beautiful. Good. 
Guess what? Right after that happens, what does he do? <laughs> he says, it's it. It's exactly what happened. <coughs> Look, my, he, it's clear. He sets this sign for him, right? The omen. That if she will do so and so, she's the person. And so occurred, right? And therefore, what does he do? In Chavbez, it says clearly. So right away, he's Mekadusher. He was definite, that's it. Because it worked, the sign, the omen was worked. It worked. He gives it first, and then he asks, so who you are? Because it's not relevant to him who she is. It's definitely, it's, it's a deal done. Deal's done. Because that what the omen was. The sign he set for himself was, if she will do so and so, so that's a proof. She's the one. She does so. So that's a proof. She's the one. Doesn't have to go any further. It's proven. Proven. So the deal is shut, closed. And therefore, he's done at the end. He asks who she is, and then they go on. Ended. Guess what? The Gemara says in Mesichta, in Mesichta Chul, in Daf Tzadik Hei Omud Beis, says the Gemara, the Gemara tells us a story with Rav. Rav was going to visit his son-in-law, Rav Chonon, says the Gemara. And he comes towards the river, and he's waiting for the ferry. He, was, he had to employ someone to take him on the ferry, right? So he had to ring up and make an appointment. He comes to the, to the riverside, to the uh, right, and he, to the waterside, and the ferry comes towards him. Didn't call up, he didn't make any appointments, he didn't make any arrangements, and as the ferry is ready to take him, comes towards him from the other side of the river, ready to take him from, from, that, uh, from his side there. Oh, he says, ah, there must be a... Must be a party going on on the other side. That's why there's such a beautiful simon toys. Normally, after normally, Rav said I have to go through hassles to order the ferry. Another ferry coming towards me. Good. Anyway, once he gets onto the ferry, he takes him to the other side of the river. He peeks into the crack of his son-in-law's house, and he sees meat, hang, flesh, a big party. So he says, "Yeah, it worked. Yeah, he was sure. The omen he sent, the sign." That the ferry came towards him, yeah, it worked. It's a good sign. And he saw it, he foresaw, he foretold that it's going to be, yeah, they're making a big party anyway. When they open the door, he knocks on the door, and then everybody goes out to greet him. Father-in-law, everybody walks out to greet him, even the butchers, even the ones who dealt with the meat. And, but Rav never lost a sight of the meat. The Gemara there discusses the sugi of Bosor Shenis Alem in that kosher meat, in order that it should remain, no shyness, it must, and maybe someone else, some bird, some urif, whatever, took it and changed it or whatever, you have to make sure, always keep an eye on it, right? That's where it has to be double sealed, b'chul, b'chul, all that stuff. Okay, like you're buying coals, it's double wrapped, or whatever, for those who do. Okay, deacon. I know. So, uh, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, okay, he didn't lose sight of the thing. And then he says to the, the fellows who are supposed, supposed to be looking after the meat, he says, you know, if not for me, if not for what, that I kept eye sight on the meat, you would have been machshil, my grandchildren. They wouldn't have been able to eat that meat. You would have served that, if not for me, because you guys came to greet me. So you lost sight of the, of the meat. It's just me who kept sight on the, of the meat, right? <coughs> So you would have never, never, nevertheless served it at the meal. You would have been marshaled them as Bosher Shem Solomon At Kansi Yeah, that's the story with Rav. Says the Gemara, 
What's going on there? What? So what? what? Oh, then the Gemara says they made the Suda. I'm sorry. They make the Suda. Rav doesn't need the meat. Rav doesn't need the meat. They're serving the meat. Rav doesn't need it. Says the Gemara, could the reason be that Rav doesn't need the meat because it's Bosa Shen, Solomon, and I? Because they lost sight of the meat. The butchers lost sight of the meat, says the Gemara, but he kept sight of the meat the whole time. So why didn't he take part of the Suda in the party? Says the Gemara, maybe the reason he didn't take part of that meat is because, guess what? How did he reach that other side of the river? Because he made for himself an omen that the ferry was coming towards him. So it was a shy love, Loisinachashu. Loisinachashu, the Torah says, don't make a set simony for yourself. To say, if there's a simon, it'll be good. If there's no good, a bad simon, it'll be bad. And when he saw the ferry coming towards him, he said, ah, it's a good simon, so there's a party. So they served meat at the party. Igregata Malamed. Harav Garfinkel, all of us showed him. He was an Atvotsky, he was a big Talmud Chochem, a Polisher, Avram Yitzchak Garfinkel. And he said, he passed away just shortly, like he was 92 or 95. He was Mamish Marech Yomim, Givaldik, and I had him a couple of years. A tired, a beautiful person. He said to us once as follows He says, In Ger, Atmidish Gezokt, Cooper, Cooper, Copper. Talos, Vorim in Cooper, in Cooper, Machman Afreifan. Und von Afreifan, in Afreifan macht man Fisch. Und a Fisch, es, Fisch esst man bei Achassene. Wie kommt ein Gerebocher essen? Essen, sein bei Achassene. Der Pfarrer ist in Ger, hat man nicht gesagt, Kapper. You see what goes on. They didn't say the word Kapper, which is a Cooper. For from Cooper, you make a frying pan. And in the frying pan, you fry fish. And fish eat bei Achassene. Wie kommt ein Gerebocher zu Achassene? Dann sitzt ein Lern und teure. In Ger hat man nicht gesagt, Cooper. You get the story, I'm just saying. The reason why Rob didn't eat the meat is because it came as an extension to this good omen he had. You get it? Okay. Says the Gemara, how can that be? Rob himself says, Rob himself is of the opinion that kol nichush she'enoi ki Eliezer eved avro ukiyoinusem ben shol e'enoi nichush if it's not a nichush like a nichush of Eliezer of Davro and a nichush of Yonus and Ben Shol, what is not is not a nichush, it's not a problem. Why does the Gemara say that? Maybe he kept away from the meat because he was Menachesh, he set for himself an omen, this very business. Says the Gemara, that can't be a problem because that's not a problem. He didn't transgress. There was no transgression of Loisenachashu. Because when is there a problem of Loisenachashu? Only if it's like the Nichosh of Eliezer, of Avram, or Yonison ben Shol. But your case wasn't that way. We'll soon discuss it. We're coming to that, right? That's exactly what we're talking about. And the Gemara therefore concludes, you know why Rab didn't eat? Therefore it was Nichosh, it was no problem. is no problem. What is the problem? Says the Gemara, Rav only ate by a Sudas mitzvah. And this was a Sudas of a shus because it was a Talmud Chochem who married a Bas, bas Talmud Chochem with a Moritz. So Bas Talmud Chochem with a Moritz. It wasn't a Sudas mitzvah, it was a Sudas of a shus. Therefore Rav didn't want to participate, etc. That's the story of the Gemara. End it. Finished. Now, Otto Here we have the Gemara of States very clear that Kol Nichosh She'enu Ke 
Eliezer Eved Avram. That's what we're going to concentrate on. It's also going to, the different Biurim and Eliezer Eved Avram is going to be relevant to Yonis and Ben Shaul also, but because time doesn't allow to analyze Yonis and Ben Shaul, so feel free to look yourself into the Bafarshan about Yonis and Ben Shaul and all the sources and discussions about Eliezer and Eved Avram. Some relate to Yonis and Ben Shaul, some not. You'll soon see some don't. Because Eliezer of Avram is a Ben Noyach, and Yonis and Mishol is a Yid. That's number one. Uh, number two, Yonis and Mishol is after Matan Torah, and Eliezer of Avram is before Matan Torah, so therefore many in Yonah which are said and explained in relation to Eliezer of Avram may not apply to Yonis and Mishol, but we're going to concentrate on Eliezer of Avram. Okay. Which, another interesting point, the Rambam, when the Rambam codifies this whole Gemara, La Halacha, in Hilchas Avodah Zorah, Perik Yud Aleph Halacha Dalet, and by the way, not by the way, it's Poshat Halacha Shulchan Aruch. In Tur V'Shulchan Aruch, Hilchas in Yeridaya, Hilchas Oinen Umachashev, Simen Kufayin Tes. There are two opinions about a simen. Some say a simen is prohibited, like Eliezer and Avram. Some say it's permitted. That's the Shita's arrival. We'll soon discuss it. Okay, but it's getting late. We have to finish nine fifteen. Hopefully, we will. Hertazoy. So. The about time is short, I'm going to just mention, it, like, just touch, scratch the surface, okay, if, with your permission, okay? Good, even if you'll finish before the time, it's not better. Halavai. Hmm. The Ramam codifies this din, and the Ramam tells us, gives us, uh, 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 sorry, the Ramam enumerates, it basically enumerates, the Rambam describes what is Nichush, and the Rambam tells us in Ezeu, the Rambam tells us in Ein Menachashin Ka'akum. You're not allowed to do Nichush like Akum. Like the, the divine. Divine. Divining. One is prohibited to do divining, right? Shanema Loise Nachashu. And he tells us what is Nich, what is Nachash. So the, uh, uh, the, 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 the epitome of Nachash, in other words, the, 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 the classic cases of Nachash are, could go in and Rashi brings that in Chumash also. Rashi brings that in Chumash and Parshas Shoftim and in Parshas Gdoshim. What's Nichush? Elu Sha'omrim. Those who say, Hoyl v'nofla pitimipi, because the, the bread fell out of his mouth, Enofl makli miyodi, or my walking stick fell out of my hand, Eni hoylech l'mokum pleni hayoyim. I will not go, it's a bad sign for me. It's a message for me not to go where I have to go. And he says, and he goes, and he also says the other side, the other side of the coin. Because if he will go, I don't want to say I will go. I won't be successful. Because he's so upset. These other cases are really cool. Because a fox passed on my right side. I'm not going to walk out of my house today. I'll walk out of my house. Okay, I'll say I'll walk. The Ram says eight say, so I'll also say eight say. You've got any other Ram, someone's going to mess me up, yeah? Yeah, as we the mice the Schwarze Katz, you know, there's a Schwarze Katz passes by, the same in Yonin, right? He sees something at Padden. Whatever, call me different animals. You hear the birds chirping. So it's a sign that it will be like this or like that. Toivla says the Verploini, Verala says the Verploini. If they chirp this way, it's a good sign. If they chirp the other way, it's a bad sign. 
or okay, next. That's the general. Then the Ram says, the same applies. If one makes an omen for himself, makes a sign for himself. If so-and-so will occur to me, as a dover plenty, I'll do so-and-so. And if something this and this won't occur to me, lo yes, I won't do so-and-so. Like Eliezer, the servant of Avram. These examples or others like, it's all prohibited. And if one acts on these omens, based on the om- these omens, right? These signs, he makes these signs and he acts on it. In other words, he does something based on what he sets forth. Or he re- reneges, withholds. Re- 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 because of these signs, he gets lashes. Okay. So from the Ram of. No, because we started off in saying that when he goes to Israel... Yeah, no, from there you know that HaKadosh Baruch doesn't want that Am should do it in general. That's why the nations did it in Eretz So he says, that's why I'm getting rid of the nations, that you should be able to settle there, and you shouldn't be impressed by them with all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, of course, it's Allah, it's a bit shibagufa, yeah, no, no question about it. Okay. Now, it's very clear from the, from the Gemara number one, it's very clear that Eliezer, Ebed Avram, was Menachesh. In other words, we took out a Chumash, and we saw he sets... This thing that if she will do so and so, so will be. Does right? He do Does he do it in the form of a prayer? Of, 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 uh, he's asking Hashem for a sign rather than saying, This is the sign. He's saying, Please, Hashem, make it like this. You know? You, you, you basically said half of the share now. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry, but wonderful, it's appreciated. And that's one of the biurim. But don't you understand? We'll come to it. Let me just tell you who says that. And that's the truth. In Pshat of the Posik, it's all appreciated. But in the Gemara's context, it doesn't seem to follow. Appreciate it. In other words, the Gemara makes it clear that there was a Nichosh Ke'eliezer Eved Avram from this Rambam. It's clear that it's prohibited and we're not allowed to do it like Eliezer Avram did it, right? So there was Nachash. Now, if, now here we go. If it's prohibited for Eden, right? So there's, number one, there's a possibility that it's also prohibited for Bnei Noyach, even before Matan Torah, or possibly even after Matan Torah. And this is an opinion in the Gemara. The Gemara says in Mesichta Sanhedrin, we're going to come to it. The Gemara says in Mesichta Sanhedrin, Rab Shimon's opinion, and Rab Yossi's opinion, Rab Shimon says that non-Gentiles are just like there are seven Noahite laws. In addition, they're also prohibited in Mechashef, in Kishuf, Mechashef, So they're not allowed to do sorcery. That's Rab Shimon's opinion, okay? Comes Rab Yoisi and says, not just sorcery, but anything which is recorded in the parsha of Mechashef. And that is what is written in Chumash Parsha Shoftim, where in sequence to Kishuf HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, don't either do that's relevant to us now. That's why I'm highlighting it. Right? So that's called, that's in the context of the parish of sorcery. So, so to speak, it's like an extension of sorcery. It's like a fortune teller. He tells you if you so and so will happen to you, like we just mentioned. Like Eliezer Avram, right? So then, are also prohibited, just like they're prohibited in the Zion Mitzvahs. So it's not just Zion Mitzvahs. There are additional Kishif also, and the Gemara has other opinions that there are other Isurim which are upon the Gentiles, the Bnei Noach. Now, uh, and how do we know this? Because it's derived, it's derived from the Pasuk. The Baal Hashem says, the reason the Goyim are doing it, that's why I want them out of Eretz Yisrael, that they shouldn't impress you. So we see how Kodesh Baruch Hu dis- dislikes it. 
So therefore, if Hashem is punishing them by throwing them out of the Holy Land, right? We don't punish unless they're warned and they're told not to do it. And if they're doing it, so therefore they're penalized. Where so they means they Hashem says, we're throwing you out of the land. We don't want you there. Yeah, they're going. The Chumash says to them, the Chumash says, because they're doing it, therefore they're being booted out of Israel. And he told them, don't do it, otherwise this will happen. No, it doesn't say don't. It says, I'm going to boot you out. Says the Gemara, because Hashem says you're being booted out, because you're doing so and so, and that's where you're going to go in, and you're not going to even press That's a shift. Okay, ended. Says the Gemara, that's proof that they've also been told. That incorporates that they've been told. Okay, ended. So there's an opinion in the Mesech of Sanhedrin. Hello. There's an opinion in the Sanhedrin that Bnei Noyak are also prohibited in it. So Eliezer Evadavrom was prohibited in the Eloisen Achashu, right? Nevertheless, he's doing it and he acts upon it, right? He says, therefore, he gives her the Tzmidis Bekadasha. Now, the Torah Tmima says just what you said. He says, you know, the issue of Nichush is when you make the whole issue of the omen, of the simen. You rely on the semen and on the semen only. He says this Avoid Zorah, Rabbi Raskin. He's a London, Rabbi Raskin, and he is. And let me tell you, number one, the Rishonim say the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu says don't do sorcery and nichush, because that may eventuate to Avoid Zorah to deities and Avoid Zorah to survivals. Okay, that's, we're not going to get too involved. In addition, so the Rambam portion is, and it's part and parcel, it's an extension of Chukos Akum. That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara, the Chumash says, the Chumash says, don't follow in the ways of the Goyim. And what do they do so and so? So the Rambam starts off, Hilchas Avedazor, Perigudalath. Don't follow in the ways of the Goyim, right? In their statutes and their ways. And in sequence of that, he brings all the Yisurim of Lois Elachashu. So that's Bechalal Chukos Akum. So the Rambam puts the halachas of Chukos Akum in Hilchas Avedazor. In addition, let me just bring to your attention, a Mufurish Azoyer, a Tayer Azoyer, which it says in Parsha Shlach. Which with that also is mantic, that why the Rambam incorporated in the It says Mefurish in, in Zoya, that the one who is over in Nichush is Ki'ilu Polchan Yakub. I'm Mefurish of Zoya. Polchan? as if he serves idols. As if he serves idols, which that is mantic, that why the Rambam incorporated it's not just a sequence that Chukas Akum, but it really belongs in the Savoy of Zoya, because it's part and parcel of it, okay, according to the Zoya. Good enough. The Iker. So the fees, oh, says the Torah Tamimah. When is the problem of, of, of Nichush? When you make the issue only of the Nichush, there's nothing else attached. But what's going on? Take a look at the parsha. It's clear that uh, 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 he gets up, he starts off and he says in Posecute Bay, says Eliezer, He's speaking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he says, please, give me, set for me some sign. It should, it should, it's all sign good. He prays to Hashem, it should be well. And then he, he sets for himself a sign. An, an omen, so to speak, right? So it's, the, now the Torah Tzmimah, look at it. It's Pasha Dach, the reason why I'm quoting the Torah Tzmimah as the first, even though we should be quoted as the last, because who else says it? No, not because of the, who the Torah Tzmimah is. Even though if you've, you've seen a picture of him, a nice picture. With the nice bow tie, beautiful shame. Yeah, is Herner. The Biur state Mefurish in Merkeva Samishna, Merkeva Samishna, the Rambam, and Valderza, the Pirish of Avusta, Pirish, Lev, Ari, and Chulin, they all three say the same. That how was it Shaykh that Eliezer ever that wrong? Which Bilshoin arrived, he's Bachal Sadikim. He says, Yonis and Menshol, Sadikim. Eliezer Eved Avron Tzadikim Doilo Mashke Meteris Rabbi Lacherim. So Eliezer Eved Avron wasn't stumbled. It's a prostol Eved. He calls him Tzadikim. He says, and therefore he attacks the Rambam, 
And he says, how can you say, she says, the writer says on the Rambam, what you're writing is Shibush Godel, major big time flaw. And according to other texts, he says, Okay, different texts in the Rambam. You're saying something, Mamishrip is amazing, it's phenomenal, it's really novel, but it's out of hand. He says, These Sadikim, you're saying they sinned in Lois and Akashu. Excuse me. Yeah, and you know what he says? He says the Rambam concludes that they should what that that uh, the one who does it gets gets lashes. He says if they would be here, they would come and give you lashes. That's what the Rambam says in the Rambam. You get it? So he says is a Basically, he's saying what the Rambam says is allowed. But the fact is, basically, he wants to say that what Eliezer Eved Avram is doing is allowed. Now, why is it allowed? So here comes, so for the Rambam, they also have to say it, basically that's what the Mephoshim say, that Adasa Rambam, Eliezer Ebed Avram, is also doing something which is allowed. And why? For the reason you said, because he's basically praying to Hashem, it's like the Merkevah Mishnah says, it's like asking by the Urim Vitumim. What's the Urim Vitumim? Do you ask the Kohen Godel, should be Eidol Melchama or not? Will be successful in war or not? Should we wage war or not? What's Pshat? They'll be talking about Kodesh Baruch right? They weren't sure. They wanted a, 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 a security. They wanted to be assured by Hakadosh Baruch Hu that they will be successful. So that's what. They, therefore, they asked the Urim Vitumim. So you're going to say Chas Vachalil is a problem of showing that. That's the whole process of Urim Vitumim. So that's the idea of the simon in this context that with them is followed by Hakadosh Baruch and they're relying on Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And that's exactly what happens towards the end that he thanks Hakadosh Baruch Hu that it's happened, etc., etc. And the sign is merely for assurance that Hashem should show him, give him a sign. Hashem, show me the sign. So if he's, uh, it's not the Geder Nichush, which is Osir. So like I say, the Merkavah Samishnah, the Levariyev, Alderza, the Teresmim, says so, and I believe others also say that. I mean, listen, that's Pashtas Aksuvin, if you want to allow yourself to say that. But the facts are, the Gemara says Mefurish, nevertheless, the Merkavah Samishnah also says the Gemara. We're talking about when the Rambam says, Keliezer Eved Avrom. So how do you explain that text, or the Gemara's text? Keliezer Eved Avrom, it means as follows. Eliezer Eved Avrom, relied, relied, acted on the simon. He acted in sequence. Once the simon occurred, he acted upon it immediately, simultaneously. So he was allowed to rely on that simon because his simon wasn't just a pure simon, not linked with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when the simon is linked to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's allowed. What did the Gemara mean to say? One Rav, Rav did nothing wrong, says the Gemara. You know why? Because Rav didn't rely on the ferry camel coming towards him. Rav decided to go visit his son-in-law anyway. He was just very happy to see that the ferry is coming towards him. He didn't say, if the ferry comes towards me, I'm going to go. If the ferry doesn't come towards me, I'm not going to go. He said, he was ready. He came to the river edge and he was waiting. He was going uh, uh, to order the ferry. Just happened to come towards him. He said, that's oh, a good sign. There must be a simcha going on in Zweiten Zeitrushtot. So on that, the Gemara says, you want to say Rav did something wrong. It's Nichush. Nichush is only when you put your whole, your smichus, you relied in totality on, on, the, on, the, on the sign. Like the case, Kelezer Eved Avram, they relied on it. It doesn't mean to say they did something wrong, just that they relied on it. And Rashi says, how do we see he relied on it? Because basically Eliezer is saying, if this is going to occur, I'm going to read the Shidduch. If this is not going to occur, I'm not going to read the Shidduch. But did they do anything wrong? No. 
So basically, that's the way they explain the reconcile according to these before the text of the Gemara, and therefore Rav is not a case of nichush. In other words, if the nichush is in an open of that you're soimech on the nichush, so then if it's a nichush sha'asura, it's asur. But if it's a nichush sha'asura, but you're not soimech on it in total, it's not asur. It's mutter. So why didn't Rav eat the meat? No, Rav didn't eat the meat because it was a suddas mitzvah. It wasn't a suddas mitzvah. The Gemara concludes. Yeah, yeah, that's the, for a different reason. Okay, so that's one approach, and that I would say, the Memes is, you look in the Chumash, you can learn that way with the Pashas. Nevertheless, nevertheless, the, all other Mepharshim don't learn that way. And that is the Toysvis, and the Kesef Mishneh, and the Raivid, and the Migdalois, and the Lechem Mishneh, etc. And they all deal with this issue, and the Ran, they all deal and try to reconcile what's going on here. Okay, let me just go quickly here through. Le Marshal, a tire. Basically, what's the issue? The issue is, the, the rabbit goes on the Rambam and he says, what are you saying? It's Osir, how can you say that Eliezer Eved Avram did something wrong? He's a tzaddik, right? He's surely mutter. Okay? So, the Mephorshim, Mikhamis HaMishnah says, there's no two ways about it. The Ran says, I'm sorry, the Ran. Chidush Ran brings the Rambam and the rabbit in Mesech Chulim, Daf Tzadikeim Beis, and he says, what is the rabbit saying on the Rambam? It's mutter. The Gemara says, Mephorosh, it's awesome. It says clearly that's the sequence of the Gemara, right? Rav did nothing wrong because Eliezer did wrong. It means Eliezer did something wrong. He was Menachesh. He did something wrong. Okay? So also he comes to the Ran, asks this question How could the writer say it's Mutter? And then he says, We have to reconcile this act of Eliezer did wrong. So he says, A tire The Ran, and this is quoted by the Kesef Mishnah. He says, Look what's going on. He says, You know, there are, depends what kind of omen you set for yourself. A sign, if you will, if this will occur, you'll do it. If this won't occur, you won't do it. There's certain omens which are mimin hoge He says, you know, isn't it a normal thing, says the Ran, the Ran is tired. He says, isn't it a normal thing that a person should say, you know, if it pours, it's going to rain, cats and dogs, it's going to be pouring today, I'm not going to travel. I'm not going out on the road. It's going to pour, I'm not going. If it doesn't pour out there, okay, I'll take my trip. No, what is that? That is a... That's called nichush. That's miminogishalolom. It's only normal. It's only natural. You know what's a nichush which is not miminogishalolom? Like if a guy says his bread fell out of his mouth, that's a bad omen. If a, a shul, a fox went through his right side, that's a bad omen. Because there's no connection whatsoever. What's one thing have to do with the other? There's no ration, rational connection, no logical connection between the two things. So if he's connecting them, that's called nichush. And you're even only so nachashu if he acts upon it. Right? But the case of a guy says, I'm not going to work today because it's pouring or it's, um, it's whatever. Yeah, that's logical. That's no nichush. It makes sense. They connect. He says, Lefizeh, what Eliezer Eved Avram did, isn't that a simple, logical thing? Avram Avinu is a machnes He brings in the guest. He's hospitable. So what does Eliezer Eved Avram say? I'm looking for a shidduch, which is compatible. Today, you know, they all say the chosen is not compatible. The rekala, compatible, right? With the DNA, it has to be as a tip-tap, metallic bitch of kiss. Otherwise, gaitnish, yeah? So the ikir is, yeah? So he says, so what is it? Who's compatible? Who, which girl is suitable to be? In the base of Rome, and a kala for Yitzchok, Tafka girl who not just will offer me what I'm requesting her, but she'll offer me beyond what I'm requesting her, right? And like, she, like what happens? So what, he, what, what, what Eliezer of Rome is doing in this context is so sensible and so logical. And therefore he acts based on this act. But Mena says the run, Eliezer of Rome, even if we will learn that, that a Benoyach is prohibited, 
Just like it's prohibited in the Zion Mitzvah B'nai Noach. He's also not allowed in Kishuf and he's not allowed in Nichush, like Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yossi. Nevertheless, Eliezer and Avram did nothing wrong because he's doing such a, an act of Nichush, which is Menogish Eloilam. Definitely no one will prohibit that, right? Because it's rational and logical and it makes sense. And what did the Gemara nevertheless incorporate and say it? The Gemara said as follows. Because what do we see? Eliezer and Avram acted on it immediately and relied on it. And that's what the Gemara is saying. The Gemara says, when is there a problem of a nichush which is us? Like in the case of a ferry coming towards you. Or not, or whatever, right? There's no connection. It's a good sign, bad sign, whatever, right? So if it was a nichush, which is no rational connection, Dafka, right? And he's connecting it. And it's a nichush which is also, when is it also? Only if you relied on it. And because Rav didn't count on it, it was just coming towards him. It didn't depend his trip on it. So it's not also, says the Gemara, because we see, when is a nichosh also? Only Kelly has ever that wrong. When he soimech on it, when he relies on it in total, right? Eliezer ever that wrong, relied on it in total. Doesn't mean to say that what Eliezer ever that wrong did was wrong. He did. That, that's right. That's all the Gemara meant. And that's what Rashi says. Soimechalov. The diuk is that he was soimechalov. That's all the Gemara wants to say. But the Gemara never meant to say that it is prohibited because the act of Eliezer that wrong, says the Ran, was allowed. But if it would have been a nichush which is prohibited, so then Eliezer Avram would be the wrong king. But it can't be, because Eliezer Avram is definitely, right, like we just said. And that's the take of the Ran, which is a tire shot. Let me just, here we come into the shot of the Toysvis, which is very clear that the Rogichover seems to follow with the Shittas of Toysvis, and therefore he accepts this gang also for the Rambam. Why? It's a Pele. The Kesef Mishneh says Mamash the same shot, doesn't quote the Toysvis. But interestingly, normally the Migdalois says things that we don't know what he's talking about. But here Dafke, he quotes the Migdalois, quotes the Toysvist, and he says, Mamish, what it says in the Toysvist. That's Pshat in the Rambam. The Alderaz of the Lechemishness brings, towards the end of his words, he brings the Toysvist. Uh, yeah, what's the issue? The issue is as follows. Go to the Rambam. The Rambam seems to say, Pashtus Loshna Rambam seems to say, that you're not allowed to be Menachesh, that he was Menachesh. He was over in the Lois Menachesh. Comes the rivet, and he attacks the Rambam, and he says, how can you say what he did was usur? It definitely is permitted. Okay? End it. Now, the question is, why is it so poshit in the eyes of the rivet? In other words, there definitely is a nichush going on. Right? Why is it a nichush? Please, just withdraw. We remove ourselves from the sphere of the Ran, from the sphere of the Teretimimah, right? We don't know of it. Right? We're approaching it that the nichush, even if it's rational, whatever, it's not relevant now. It would seem that Eliezer of Avram sets for himself a, a, a sign that if so-and-so will occur, so he will act on it, and so he does, so he seems to be being menachish. Now, if we will pass that Bnei Noyach are prohibited to be menachish, so Eliezer of Avram does an issue. Shittas arrivities from the way he attacks the Rambam, it's obvious that he holds that Eliezer of Avram does an issue. Okay? That, that Shittas Rambam is... That the, he holds that he holds that because the Rambam says Eliezer of Avram is doing an isur, right? And he attacks him. How could you say he's doing an isur? Why did he understand that he's doing an isur? Because he was of the opinion that Bnei Noyach aren't allowed to do the nichush. And we see Eliezer of Avram is Menachish. So the Rambam says, don't do like Eliezer of Avram. So the Rambam is happy to say Eliezer of Avram did an isur. So then the Rambam arrives and attacks the Rambam. And Alderich said that Hagois Maimonis Tfus Kushta, 
and that's very important because the Hagoyis Maimonides in our, in other words, there's a case of Mishnah who quotes a Hagoyis Maimonides uh, who says that uh, he doesn't mention there is an opinion. He says, Bnei Noyach Osulanachesh. So that's the kasha that Agos Maimonides has on the Rambam. How could the Rambam say Eliezer Ebed Avram was men- sinned? Menachesh? Bnei Noyach Osulanachesh. Okay. Now, that's the cash of the rival, that's the cash of the Agos Maimonides. Toysvis, let's go to the Toysvis, and basically what the Toysvis is saying, the Kesemishu is saying it on his own, for the thing, and the, the law is also applies to Toysvis. Toysvis says, Toysvis asks on the Gemara, it comes out from the Gemara very clear, like we said in the Rambam, that Eliezer Ebed Avram is Menachish. Asks Toysvis, Toysvis says the cash, how can it be that Eliezer Avram is Menachish, Laman, the Omar, and Misech, and Sanhedrin, Daphnun, Vov? That, uh, uh, that anything which is in the parish of Mechashef, right? So they're just like they're prohibited in sorcery, they're prohibited also in, in, in Nichosh. How is Eliezer of Avram in Nachesh? Yeah, Toysvis Kasha. Answers Toysvis, listen to this. Answers Toysvis, Anechtiker Tog. He wasn't Menachesh. That's what Toysvis says. Why wasn't he Menachesh? Even though it says in the parasha that immediately after he set this sign for him, he puts on the tzmidim, and then he asks, sir, what's your name? Says, Toysvis, anechtiker tok. mukdam Even though it says he first gave her the bracelet because he was so sure, and he relied on his nichosh, he wasn't allowed to be menachesh, says Toysvis, according to this opinion. So really, he asked her first who you are, and only then he gave her the bracelet, because only after he knew who she is, that it's from Avram's family, then he gives her the bracelet. But he couldn't have relied on his omen, because he would have been chayv misa, according to that opinion. Opinion. It says Toysvis in a proof to the pudding, a proof that it is so that Lepert, he ended up first asking her and then he ends up putting on the bracelet because go further and see what it says. Look what it says. He changes it around when he's talking to Lovan and to Suet. And he's telling them what happened. So what does it say there? You remember. <laughs> Don't talk about Rashi. We're talking about the Torah. He's talking to me about Rashi. We'll come to Rashi. Beautiful pshat and Rashi. Yeah, Balkum, it's a Rashi. Excuse me. Where is the possum? Be so kind. Hello. Whatever. But further, when he speaks to them, it says clearly that he turns things around. So the Torah says, no, that's the Iker. That's a proof that he tackled when he speaks to the parents and he says he asked her who she is. That's what really happened. And then he gives her the bracelet. Okay. Posuk Mem Zayn, page. 116. Thank you. Posuk Mem Zayn, page. Well, it says clearly, Va'eshal Oiso. I asked her, who are you, whose daughter you are? And then, if she tells me, then I give her the bracelet and the nose ring, etc., right? So it's clear in the Torah that he does the opposite when he's conveying what he did. So says the Torah, what it says before, he did the opposite, it's ain't mukta mamucha batayra, according to this opinion. Says the Marsha. But the Gemara says, Mefurish, she is Menachish. The Gemara says, Mefurish, Rav says, kol nichush, kenichush, shall whatever, right? So it's clear from the Gemara that it is a Menachesh. So what is he saying? He wasn't a Menachesh, says the Marsha Pasha. Marsha says, Toysvis has to say what he says according to the opinion that they are Muzer, they're not allowed to be Menachesh. But if I hold the Halacha, that is no Isur Nichush for Bnei Noyach, they're only Allah have to keep away from the Zion Mitzvahs. But there's no problem with them doing the sorcery or whatever. Or the Nichosh, like Rabbi Yossi says. So then the Fizeh, we can say Eliezer, Rabbi Davram, was Menachesh. And he's not doing any prohibition. 
Hevus meret mit dir, wir kennen die Gemara in tausend Wegen. Mit der Hesch gerät bis jetzt, wir kennen die Gemara in tausend Wegen. Mit der gerät bis jetzt, kommen die Wegen, wie zu lernen. You get it? That's it. Lemaise bepoil, zest doch. Die Schietes haragau, hagois, mein Wesen, die Schietes arrived is, that la haloche, we say, ben noyach, is prohibited to do nichush. And therefore we have to reconcile this Gemara, the Rally Ezra, and we call it different ways. Like the Rabbit says, it was Mutataka. And Pshatan, the Gemara is different. But Toysvis learns it is dependent on the different Bandamrim. Says the Marshal for Toysvis, this Gemara Ra follows with the opinion that they are not prohibited to do Nichush. So therefore we can say he was Menachesh, which according to that says the, says the Marshal, no problem. We can say Beferish that Eliezer of first gave her the bracelet and then he, he ends, asks her who she is. Why? Because he relied on the omen. And the proof is from what it says, what it says later, it says later, Rashi says. Rashi says that he turned it around because he was afraid. It didn't sound good for the parents that he's, first, he's, he's engaging or he's betrothing or before he finds out who she is. Therefore he turns it around. Which by the way, which, by the way, the Mepharshim explained that there's a Bartonura. Rashi, the Bartonura says on the Posuk where she, he prays, he says, uh, the Torah says in the beginning, yeah? Where are we? Excuse me, I'm sorry. It, Rashi says right here. Uvo uh, Eida. Uvo Eida. Posuk, page 112. When he sets the omen for himself, he says, Right? Uvo Eida. So Rashi says, Loshen Trine. It's supplication. If it's a nichush, it's not a supplication. So the Bartanura, the Amar Nikkei, the Pirush of Rabbi Vadi, the Bartanura on Rashi says, Why did Rashi have to say, With this sign I will know? Because he didn't, Rashi wants to follow the opinion. He's, because there's an opinion who says that the Ben Noyach is not allowed to do nichush. So Rashi was bothered. If so, how can Eliezer say, With this, what just occurred, I will know if she's the correct Shidduch. No, he's relying on the omen. It can't be. That's what Rashi says. No, voidem is loshen tchine. A bet by the meibush, meibush there. Medem zolach vissen kilo as misfal by the meibush. But now he see kilo. He sets it in a definite, a definite way. That's what the Bartunur says for Rashi. Anyway, we're going further now. Now, once after the Toysvis and the Marsha says there pshatun the Gemara says the Kesef Mishnah and the, actually the, the Migdaloi says that for the Rambam and the Kesef Mishnah says it on his own by Niyomer. He says, what does the Rivet want from the Rambam? The Ravid says, how can the Rambam say that Eliezer Ebed Avram was Menachesh, right? Why? What was his problem? Because the Tzadikim, they didn't answer. That means the Ravid was under the opinion that the Bnei Noach aren't allowed by Menachesh. Says the Kesef Mishnah, Va'ani Omer, and that's the, exactly based on the Middleweight says the same thing. The Rambam will follow like the Marsha says in the Gemara. When Rav, and the Rambam is quoting Rav's words, Rav said, that Eliezer Eved Avram was Menachish, that's what the Gemara says, right? And Rambam quotes Rav's words. What did the Marsha say for the Gemara, for Toysvis? How can Eliezer Eved Avram be Menachish? Because we hold that there's no Isra of Nichush. Al is for the Rambam. The Rambam holds La Halocha that a Ben Noyach is allowed to be Menachish. There's no Isra. And therefore we don't find in Halachas Malachim where the Rambam enumerates the prohibitions for Ben for, for, for Noyach that Nichush is incorporated. There's no Nichush Ladasa Rambam. Therefore, the Ramam is beautiful when the Ramam therefore says what he says, etc., etc. Anyway, finished. Now, the, the Rugged Shover, going to the Rugged Shover, and we're finishing, even though because we're over time. The Rugged Shover says, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm sure again that the Rugged Shover has an issue with the Meshachachma. Because the Meshachachma, I didn't work him out. 
because of all these, yeah, really time for time, for, you know, limited in time, because of all these different sheets and everything, the Meshachachma also found for his face with Kasha, and he has a different take on the whole thing, and he says really, based on what Eliezer Avadavram did, there was no Nichush, he has his own Pshat, for one reason, and he says, but towards the end, if he would have based it on something else, there would have been Nichush, he has a take on it. And just reading his words and seeing what the Rogachov does, he definitely, I don't know if he saw the Meshachachma, I said I'm definite, I'm not, never definite. But my feeling is that he may have seen the Meshachachma and he didn't like what he does. And therefore the, the Rogachov is learning what he says. So to appreciate what's really going on, find, take a Meshachachma, see what the Meshachachma says. And you'll see the Rogachov definitely doesn't learn like him. The Rogachov says as follows. The Rogachover brings to our attention, now the truth is he seems to base it on, on a, a, your Talmud Yerushalmi, and I don't understand how it's based on the Talmud Yerushalmi, I don't get it, and it's one of those remosim of the Rogachover, so you know, bear with me, and what can I do, Jesus, I'm sharing with you whatever I was able to figure out from the Rogachover, he brings the Talmud Yerushalmi in, in Seif Perik Aleph from, from the Sechta Rosh Hashanah, we're on the Pasuk, after he sets this omen before him, and the Pasuk says in 112. Right? So Rashi basically says, he, he stands there and he's astounded and amazed that things, and hoping and surprised, if things are really going to work out the way he hopes, etc. Because he sees it, looks like it works out. So take a look at the Rashi, it's a lengthy Rashi. What does the word Mishto'e mean, etc., etc.? There's a Talmud Yerushalmi on that. And based on that, the Rogachover starts saying what he says. Anyway, he brings to our attention the Toys with Sechuli, the Rogachover. He brings to our attention the Rambam, he brings the Hasogis, and it seems later on he says clearly that Toys with the Rambam seem to go hand in hand, like we just concluded. Okay, wonderful. In other words, it's very clear from the Toys and the Marsha, and the Mefarshia Rambam and the Rambam, that when is there a problem? When is, if we're going to say that Eliezer ben Avram is prohibited to be Menachesh, right? He's a ben Noach, and therefore the prohibition is placed, is said, is addressed to a ben Noach. We must say he wasn't Menachesh, correct? And we must therefore say that the, he first asked her and then he gave her the, the bracelet. Like Toysim says, right? And if we say they are not commanded the Nichol, commanded in Nichosh, so we can say he was Menachesh, and it doesn't bother us, and he betrothed her, and then he asked who she is. That's what Teisvah says, that's what the Rashor says, that's what we're saying for the Rambam. No worries. <laughs> says the Rogachover going, You know what that means? Made an omen, said an omen, said a simen, if so and so will occur, so-and-so is. If so-and-so won't occur, the Marshal says in Mesech Tahiri is that he also said the opposite. So-and-so won't occur, only then there's a problem of a nichush. But he didn't act yet. Does it say, did he act yet? No, he didn't act yet. Says the Rogachover, what is Eliezer standing there and wondering? Eliezer was standing there and wondering, what's the halacha? Is a ben noyach muzar ala nichush, or is a ben noyach not muzar ala nichush? If a ben noyach is muzar ala nichush, so then there is no way he can give a first the bracelet and then ask her who she is. If a ben noyach is not muzar ala nichush, he has no problem. He can ask. He can give her the bracelet first. What is the shaila? Here, here the Rogachov comes up with a novel take in his interesting analysis. Listen to this. And this is very begun in many of his forests. He hasn't done any forests. Forests? How could he stop the thing? Doyla or Mashke Meteras Rabbi Lacherim, Rashi said before. 
In other words, basically, he was a big lump. Eliezer? Yeah, Eliezer. Everything Abraham Avinu was and Eliezer was his servant, and every all the Torah of his, he, he, he disseminated to others. So he's a lump. Says the Rogachover going, what's the, what are the two sides of, of his chkira? There's a machloikis in the Gemara. So it's a machloikis in today's Yotzinish, depending on the Droshas Aksum. Do we accept these Droshas or not? You know what it depended on? He says, this, if there is a problem of Nichosh or not, depends on another fundamental principle, which was questionable by Eliezer. What fundamental principle? What is the problem of Lenachish? What is the issue? Why is a yid prohibited to be Menachish? Says the Rogachover going. It depends on Hashgocha Protis. Now, Hashgocha Protis is not just a Balshidic principle or a principle introduced by the Balshemtev. The Balshemtev disseminated the concept of Hashgocha Protis. But that's Protis. Listen carefully. I don't want to get too philosophical, and I'm not getting involved in what the Jewish thinkers say, but this is Dvorim Bisoidi in the Ikrim in Amunas Hashem, etc., etc. And this is recorded, number one, for those who are afraid of the Meru Nebuchim, nevertheless, it's extensively explained in the Meru Nebuchim, Chelek Gimel, Peruk, it's not my Marim it's all there, but just, just not by the way. There's a Tyra, a Gvaldike Tyra letter, beautiful letter, correspondence of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, to our Rav Dover Rifkin, who was from Lubavitch yet, from the old Chassidim, and in Tovshin Gimel, in 1943, before the Rebbe was Rebbe, seemingly he inquired by the Rebbe that the Rebbe should tell him about the Shittis and explain for him the Shittis of Ashkocha Protis, by the Jewish philosophers and, the, and what the Chiddush of the Baal is, etc. So basically the Rebbe sends him a lengthy exposition, an extensive exposition on the Shittis of all the G'doyli Yisrael. G'doyli Yisrael, me, yoim, evolved from the Goinim, and Rishonim, all the way through, till the Baal and what the Chiddush of the Baal is, etc., etc., and he has kol mini chikiris in yonim, and yisoyi sadas, etc. Tired a letter, and you know what, this is the way, there's a note from Rifkin, when he writes to him, he says, Rebbe, I learned, the Rebbe was in German, right, 1943, he says, I learned it once, and twice, and three times, and four times, he says, he says, the Amkus and the Hisrachvus and the Breitkeit and the information he gave me is like he's out of his brain. He was a Rosh Hashiv in Tervedas. For those who know, he was from the, I think he was from the Masmichim in Tervedas. He was learned to Lubavitch, but he was, uh, yeah. They took him in Tervedas. But some at the time from Rabbi Shlomo Haiman and Rabbi Avram Palm, he wasn't so known. Why? Because he was a Lubavitch. He wrote a safer called Tiferes Tzien. And Mestama, they, those who uh, were in Tervedas, had no wing in Dafka, and being Mepharas of the Hidzir Rosh Yeshiva, because he was Islam, he was a Lubavitch, he went to a Kapot, he sat by the Fabrengans, etc., he lives in Crown Heights. V'chulu v'chulu, anaf kiminu. So the Rebbe's letter, the extensive letter, is published in, in Igoris Kodesh Chelek Aleph, from 1943, and also in the Baal Shem Tev, because it's the Baal Shem Tev, because the Iker. So it all starts off from the Meru Nebuchim, and Chele Gimel Perikut Zayin and Perikut Ches and in Perikut Nunalef, where there the Rambam enumerates all the different shittas and the Rambam, and he brings from different thinkers, philosophers, Jewish thinkers, etc. And then he concludes himself that the accepted sheet of Ashgocha Protis is as follows: that excuse me, of Ashgocha, that Ashgocha Protis. What is Ashgocha? 
There's no divine providence means that Hashem, with his divine divinity, right? So this providence, he directs, he looks, it's not just he knows. I'm not talking about the ideas Hashem now. Because Hashem knows, according to all days of all the Jewish thinkers and philosophers, Kodesh Baruch Hu knows everything in all in detail, in particular, etc., etc., not just in general. There's no question about it. We're talking about the Hashgocha. Hashgocha meaning that he's actively involved in what is going on, right? So therefore, so according to the Meru Nevuchim, that's the sheet of the Meru Nevuchim, that when it comes to the Min Ha'odam, the Min, the species, the human, the human race, right? Says the Rambam, there there is Hashgocha Protis. There's divine providence in a particular way. In all the particular details of the human, of, of a human, there's Hashgocha Protis. Protis. Right? Particular. When it comes to everything else, the Hashgoch is clawless. It's just for the general species. But if this ox should die, or this ox should live, there there's no Hashgoch. That's what the Ramam says. It's not Beprotis, it's Beklolis. I'm not getting into the nitty gritty exactly how it's analyzed, but it's project spelled out there. Okay? Because it's not so much negate, the protein, protein. Let's go on. Uh, for instance, if you also want those who are afraid to look at the murder of Vuchim, can feel comfortable in looking into our Ramban embraces, where the Ramban embraces seems to the Rebbe quotes this Ramban, when the Ramban embraces also learns seemingly like Shitasa Rambam, and as Rabbi Vihesta Vihesta knew, come on, the Rebbe's secretary, Mindel, Dr. Nissen Mindel, who was a yeke from whatever, but he was an early chayit. He was the Rebbe's Friedrich Rebbe secretary. The Rebbe secretary wrote philosophy of Chabad, two volumes, Tifas for him. So in one, I think it's page 86, in the second volume, I saw it this evening, this afternoon, and he writes that it seems that most Jewish thinkers, he was a Talmud Kochem, he was an early chayit. He brings all these makuras, it seems that because the Rebbe must have brought it to his attention when he wrote the Sefer. Most Jewish thinkers up till the days of the Baal Shem Tev seem to accept this, this approach, that when it comes to the Min Ha'odom, so there, there's a hashgacha protis to the min hatzomeach v'achai. There's a hashgacha klolis only on the species. They're not given as bepoel. You'll see. It's like I can't spell it all out. You have to learn the inyanim. And uh, then that is more Jewish things. The fact is that there's also a sefer achinuch in mitzvah kuf samachtes pasha the sefer achinuch. Everybody is comfortable to Sefer HaChinuch. So even if you're not a philosopher, or you're not whatever, what Meru Kukna Meru Nevuchim, in Sefer HaChinuch, Mitzvah Kufsa Machtes, in the Mitzvah of having, when one has a skin disease, by Mitzvah, and he has to be Nizgar. So the, so the Sefer HaChinuch goes on to explain that the reason why this is all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that it's expressed the different diseases in his skin, shows on the Hashgocha, Protis of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and every Odom, etc., etc. And he brings many different opinions in the Shittas of Hashgocha from Jewish thinkers. And he says, but the Correct one is the, the sheet of the Rambam, which is that when it comes to the Mina Odom, it's Beprotis, when it comes to the Smech, Vidoy Bechai, it's Beklolos. Now, the Rogat Shover, that's the general sheet in the Rishonim, okay? The Rebbe, of course, explains and expounds on the sheet of the Balshemtiv. The Balshemtiv was Machadish, that there's Ashkocha Protis even in the Tzemech and in the Chai, which these sheet is already recorded in, in, the, in the Rishonim, except they dislike it. The Balshantif incorporated, in other words, established, it's based on you say this and amune, vachulu vachulu, that you have to say this ashkocha protest also in the Minatsumeh, Vahai, and not just Vachulu, all different Khidushim in how it is and it's developed. Um, just that the Rambam says that even in the in the human race, right, for human human beings, the Odom, with Ashgocha is Beprotis, he makes it clear that it doesn't apply to Rishoim. There's no Ashgocha Protis if they're Rishoim. 
And then he goes on to say, and if they are, they act like, you know, like animals, so then they will also be treated like animals in relation to their Ashgocha. That their Ashgocha ends up being clawless and not protis, etc., etc. So one has to push it, read the Marinavukim carefully. The Rebbe in his letter says, is there a difference between, and is the Hashgocha protis also by Goyim? By Bnei Noyach. And here we come to the Rogit Shover, which is Pasha big on it. The fact is that in Lukotisich, as the Rebbe already deals and treats it, the Rogit Shover and only in some of his Svorim, and the Rebbe uh, 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 um, expounds on it in Lukotisich's uh, volume 18, Parsha Shlach, where the Rogit Shover wants to say there's a machlokis of the Rambam and the Ravid, if there is Ashkocha protis by Bnei Noyach. Because the Rambam in Marinavuchim seems to say parif, that this Ashkocha protis, this particular the divine providence by, by the Odom, and uh, in relation to different the so the Rogat Shavar learns in Hilkas Oves Atuma, where he speaks about a non Jew who slaughters, uh, a slaughter, kill, uh, slaughters an animal. So the, the Rambam says it's Nivela, and the Rambam says the reason this is Nivela because the guy slaughtered it, and the Rogat says it's because the guy slaughtered it. The guy is nobody, is a nobody. It's as if it died on its own. The act of the guy is not an act. He says it's as, he's like a behemoth. Basically, the Rogachevra explains the Machlegas of the Rambam of the Ravit that why they differ in the criteria, why it's Nevela, that's a Rambam, the Zashkocha Protest, even on Goyim. And therefore, there, because the Zashkocha Protest, he is a Metzias. He is, he is a being. He is somebody with Hashem, is Mashgiach, all over the Protest. And therefore, his act is regarded halachically as an act. And therefore, the Rambam says the reason it's Nevela is because he is done. But because Shechitas Hakam Nevela, so therefore it's Nevela because he slaughtered it. Where the Ravid says, no, he's like a behemoth, a guy is like a behemoth. So therefore, the, the Shechita of the Akum is as if the behemoth died on its own, that's why it's Nevela. Not because the Akum killed it. That's what the Ravid says against the Rambos. So the because the Ravid learned that there's no Hashkoch protis. And so therefore, the Prat, there's no, Hashem doesn't concentrate on the Prat, so he's just part and parcel of the whole. Bnei, all of the nations of Bnei Noyach. Therefore, it's not trying to say that he is a somebody which does an act which has no validity halachically. His head there, says the Rogat Shover. So therefore, it's Nevela only because he's like a behemoth. Because it was Mesa Meyei Leho. That's the way the Rogachavar explains it. The, the Rogachavar is very big in many of his forum and he explains different psukim and he proves from action from many psukim that Lemaisa that Ashgocha Prot is just as it's on Mina Odom Bechalal, it's not just on Yidin, but it's also on Bnei Noyach. That's generally the take of the Rogit Shover throughout his Svorim, and he proves it from different Sukim. Just like Hashem is Mashgiach Bechal Prat to Prat by the Odom. In other words, not just Bechalolos, but Beprotius. Every act and move what occurs was negated to a yid, and the Ramam says even more. The Ramam says that even when it comes to, to Tzomech and Chai, but if this Tzomech and Chai is relevant to the Jew, to the person, you know, it's negated, it's Nechosim, there there's a Shikoch protest even on the Tzomech and the Chai, because it's connected to the human. Okay, so that's in the universe. We're moving on. I'm sorry that I'm expounding, it's very late, but I don't care, I'm going to finish. It's late, but it's interesting. But I'm finished. Hey, hello, hello. Zog the Rogit Shavah, Herod the Rogit Shavah Zog. The Machloikis, if there is an issue of Nichosh by a Goy or not, depends if there is a protest or not. Because what's the problem with the Nichosh? What if, you take out a Ramban and Parsha Shoftim, I would believe that's what it depends on. Just want to say, Delchagav, that the Rebbe says clearly in Lukutu Sichas and Shlach, and in other places, there's no question that even Ladas 
that there is hashgacha protest, but benoyach it's any bedoyim to the hashgacha protest of a heed. There's not two ways about that, and it's because atem kruim odom. So the true hashgacha protest is only on yidden and not on the haftu benoyach. Even if we say la halacha and amaisi benoyach also have the yidden of hashgacha protest. And it says the rogetshover. What's the problem of the nichush? You know what goes? So the, the, the Ramban in Parsha Shechtim explains it as follows. The Rogachov doesn't expound on it, but I believe he means that. The, the Ramban explains, Hashem says that all the Mazolois, right there, the constellations and the stars and the moon and the sun, Hashem says, Hashem Basically, Hashem runs the world. There's no question about it. And they believe in it also. Because otherwise, they, that's Avedu Zorah. So they know Hashem is Elokah, HaKadosh Baruch who created the world, He made it Yashmiyayim, let's say we believe in that, that's the thing, otherwise it's Avedu Zorah, right? Of course Hashem is the Kadmon, yeah? Nevertheless, Ozov Hashem is Oretz. In other words, then He lets it roll on its own. Why? Because He gave it over to the constellations, to the stars, to the moons, to the moon, to the, to the etc., to the sun, because via the sun, this, he gave them, so to speak, koiches. And these koiches, so to speak, are mashpi in the world. And the, the Ramban says, the nefesh, what is the nefesh, where is it really coming from? They, they, they have, it's like, it's like, what is that? What are they? Because they have also some energy. What is the energy? The nefesh of all these stars and the constellations, etc., etc., are the sorim and the malachim. So the Hashem, there's Sorim, the Shivim Umois, and the Shivim Umois also have Sorim, right? They have the masters, so to speak, or whatever. And they're Malochim, like the Sar Shalesov and, and, and the like, which Rashi records. So therefore, they give sustenance to these the, the, the external koiches, which are basically... So basically, the Rivet, the Rambam, the, the Rashidus Rambanis, for instance, that they say that the Ramban is also of the opinion that there's no problem of Nichosh by Abenoyach. And interesting, the Ramban says, therefore, where it says in the Posuk, Kisoyavas Hashem Koloisei Eilo. It says, Soyavas Hashem dislikes. It's called Toyeva. We touch on Toyeva? Abomination. He says, Abomination doesn't apply to Nichush, says the Ramban. He says, because it's a Chochmah. And this is a Chochmah which the nations excel in. They have a special way, in form and fashion, how to use all these different natural, so to speak, resources in a federated way to tell you, the fortune tellers, to tell you what's going to be in the future, etc., etc. That's the nichush, what they're going to do. But it's not, a, it's not an abomination. Te'eva, what it says in the Pasuk, Te'eva, Hashem, Kalei goes on the Koismin, goes on the Avi goes in the Molech, but it doesn't go on Nichush. A Taira Ramban, read through the Ramban. I believe that's the, the Yisod of what the Rogachar wants to say. Maybe it doesn't have to be, but let's go on just for us to be able to carry on. So the Medal of Fisa comes out. The Rogachar learns that if Bnei Noach a Muzer and Nichush or not, will depend if there's Ashkoch a protest or not. Ashkoch a protest means that anything which occurs with a Yid, with a Goy, we're talking about Bnei Noach now, right? Anything, a Yid, Vibald is the Ashkoch a protest by a Yid. So therefore, it's not Shaykh to say that he should set for himself a sign. And the Omen will prove for him what will be in the future. Or the Omen will prove for him what won't be in the future, for good or for bad. Because Vibald HaKadosh Baruch is Mashgiach on him, Bechol Prato Prat in his life. And it's Ashkoch, not Ashkoch a Klolos, but it's Ashkoch a protest. And it's negate to this individual Yid. So if he's there, there's no Shaykh, definitely he's Muslim, or he's Pardon? Now we're to wait a moment. Wait a moment. Bald. You, bald. Bald. That's one of my horrors. Thank you. But appreciate it. Thank you. But Benoyach. Bald Benoyach. Right? Verta Shaila. Oh, so Benoyach is a machlogis in the Muzer and Kishuf. Says the Rogit Shove, the machlogis in the Gemori, if they are Muzer and Loisenachashu or not, is dependent if Ashgoch a protest also applies to a Benoyach. If there's a din of Ashgoch a protest which applies also to Benoyach, so then definitely the Muzer and Loisenachashu, just like a Yiddish. But if it is no Ashgoch a protest by a Benoyach, so there's no Shaila. 
So then he's allowed to be Menachish. Because HaKadosh Baruch gave them the right. It's a Chachma of this. Here we go. Says the Rogat Shavu, take out the Pesach. He's standing there and he's wondering. What's the Shita? What's the Halacha? Is there an Isur of Nichosh or not? And therefore he didn't know what to do first. To give her, to betroth her, to give her the bracelet first and the nose ring first. Or to call, ask her who? If he gives her the bracelet first, he's being, he's being, he's being over on Nichosh. If it's his Muzar and his Chayv Misa. And, excuse me. And if not, there's no Shaila. And what's the Shaila? Says the Rogat Shavu, look what it says. Ha'itzliach Hashem darkoi imloi. That's the Hashgokha protest. Ha'itzliach Hashem darkoi darkoi. He's one individual person. He's a liezer. He's one person, right? He's wondering, Ha'itzliach Hashem darkoi. When this omen, he said this omen, and this is a sign for him, right? So his shayla is, is, may he take this as a sign for himself or not? Why? Because if there is Ha'itzliach Hashem Darkoi, if he is being Matzliach here because Hashem, right, is being Matzliach Darkoi, meaning he is an individual, and as an individual, he is Hatzloch, he has Hatzloch, so that is Hashkoch Protis, Boifin Shal Prat, right? He's Hashkoch Boifin Shal Darkoi as an individual. Darkoi. It's not just a Chelek of Bnei Noyach, of Am, of the Am. If it's Hatzlech Hashem Darkoi, so then he's definitely Muzar, even Alza Ben Noya, in Loisen Achashu, so you can't do it. So that's why he's standing there, and I bet she was a Tomazich. Says the Rogich over, he was Machlet. Mikolvaka Macharka Chichriya. He was Machri on his own. That no, that there's no Ashgacha Protis, in other words, and therefore there's not Muzar in Loisen Achashu, and therefore he was able to give her the bracelet first. And the Rogich over, it's another prat, which I believe he means, that yeah, he did a full-fledged nichush. And why, what do I think he wants to say that? And we have no problem with that. And that's really highlighted in the Pasuk. He brings a toysmasi of Amosav Samachalaf, based on a Gemara. The Gemara speaks about what is the, etc. The Gemara brings a riot from what it says on, on Rivka. It says, well, look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk describes her, V'hanara toivas mara ma'od psulo ve'ishlo yido. So the Gemara says over the Gemara wants to prove for a Kohen Godel what's the gather of the psula, etc. And the Gemara says, look, it says in the Pesach, that psula means that she's a Nara. Says Toysvis, according to this it comes out, that she was a Nara. And she wasn't just a three-year-old. So he says, even though one says it's Seder Olam. Right? And Seder Olam says that Rivka was no more than three years old. And Rashi also brings it, but we must say, based on this Gemara, Toysvis has brings one of the Rishonim, who has a whole calculation to prove that she was 14. Now, if she was 14, you don't need her father's consent. You don't need his mother's consent. You need a Ketanda, you need the father's consent. But if she's fully grown, right, you don't need the father's consent, she could be Mechabal the Kiddush herself. I believe the Rogachover wants to say, he doesn't explain himself, he wants to say that Ribaldi came to the Maskone, Eliezer Eved Avram came to the Maskone, that there's no Hashgoch protis, and therefore there's no Nichush, therefore he was allowed to do the full-fledged act of Nichush. In other words, he can follow to the fullest in, with, this, with this omen. And therefore he does an act, he acts on it, in, in not just in a power of a way, in a full-fledged way. How? That Imam is betrothed so, not in a power of a way. Even though she's a Nara and she's 14, and when he's going to give her the bracelet, she's going to be betrothed. Mamish, what's Mamish? A miser, based on it, in Shaila? Guess what? She starts, then she meets up with Lovon. She meets up, now if, if there is Nechush, don't forget his Chayv, he's in trouble. Correct? She meets up with Lovon, 
excuse me, the sister goes, and all of a sudden Lavan comes around. Okay, take a look, let's go on. Now, I want to tell you something. I'm not, I don't know how the Mephorshim touched this posse, but it's possible the Rogachova touched this posse as follows. He saw the bracelet on her hand, right, etc., etc. What is the Cheshomay as Divri Rivka Achoyselemi Kedibereleihoish? It means he wants to come into the house, he asked who's Basmiat. I don't know. I push, I don't know. But something makes me think, Basha Sneget, to, uh, to understand the words of the Rogachover. I'm not sure, but it, the Rogachover on the one hand says that Rivka also noticed, realizes, Rivka realizes that he asks her first. He gives her first the bracelet, and only then he asks her. So I'm not sure in the words of the Rogachover, he may have mean both things. Number one, Rivka realizes that Eliezer is of that opinion, right? And also, he may want to say that Rivka conveys it to Lavan. And maybe that's in this text. In other words, he sees the bracelet on our hands. What? I don't know. I have to look at the Mephorshim. It could be Koydiber means he inquired whose daughter you want if you have room in the house. That's the way I thought it means. But maybe it also means that he spoke to me after he gave me the bracelet. He asked me. He's telling her over what happened. Listen to this. Listen to this. Vayoimer says Rogachover. It says boy bruch Hashem. Says the Rogachover on the words boy bruch Hashem. This is a Yerushalmi. In Misichta Orla, and the Yerushalmi is a Mishnah in Misichta Orla. Yerushalmi says bruch. Says the Yerushalmi. What's bruch? Says the Yerushalmi, there's a case where you have a tree, which is an old tree, which went through the Gimel Shnei Orla, right? You can't eat the first three years of this fruit. Then, you are mavrichit, took one of the branches. Why is this tree is growing? You took one of the branches, you are mavrichit, you stuck it into the ground, I don't know how you say it in English, and you let the edge be stuck out, and it now re, it, it, the roots start, it, it, it establishes new roots on this branch, okay? Says the Mishnah, says the Mishnah. That's called a layered, a layered. They call it layered. Bricha. It's called bricha. Says the Mishnah, if there was a layered branch of the tree, and the tree is uprooted, says the Mishnah. When the tree is still sitting in there, even though the layered branch is a new branch, and it's giving you new fruit, but because it's being sustained via, via the tree which is still planted, right? It's not uprooted. So the plant has, the tree has gone through three years. So even though the branch is a new branch, it's potter from Orla. No shayla. Now, guess what? He uprooted the tree and the bricha is still attached. Says the Mishnah, Vibaldi's bricha is still young and there's Gimel Shneyarla. And that is sustaining the old tree. So the old tree is Chayv Biarla. The old tree, yeah, that's correct, correct. Excuse me, before I go into the Mishnah, I would just want to mention what you raised, that he comes as Eliezer, Eved Avram, two things. Number one, the Rogat Shover, firstly, Afrekta Gutekasha, is Eved Avram. She asked a question at the beginning. He did. He did, and I ignored it. He's making his own. Excuse me? Okay, so I'm just saying it's something to look into. Because he's coming on behalf of Avram. Here comes another Nikudah. There's another Rogachover somewhere. The Rogachover queries. However, we'll learn what goes on by Benoyach. What's the din by an Evid? Bechlal by an Evid. An Evid in Aldemin. Even Evid of Ayid. But he's a Goyish Evid by Ayid. Is there a din of Ashkoch of by an Evid? Because an Evid halachically has no identity. The whole identity in the Messiah of an Evid is his master. 
Bemele Tanya Rabbi Shav is not trying to say Ashgach protest on an Evid. Because an Evid is the header. He's like that case of the Ravid in relation to Shrita. You get it? So Lefizev, that's the case. He's an Evid Avrom. Nevertheless, Rabbi Shav puts all of this together in relation to Evid Avrom. So I'm not so sure how to relate to that. That's a point taken. I'll put it in my notes. Let's go. Okay, so we go into this. So, so we says the Mishnah Chiddush, right? We uproot the old tree, right? And the, I know you guys are not going to come back Wednesday. What can I do? But I, I must finish that. So whatever happens, happens. Yeah? It's terrible. <laughs> I could have said the other section Wednesday. Why didn't I? It's all right. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. I finish. So says the Gemara. Finished. So that, says the says the Gemara. Says the mission. If the, the, the branch remains, the layered branch remains, the old tree is uprooted, because this is the source for sustenance. Says for nourishment for the old tree, and this is chayav biyarlo. So the rest is chayav biyarlo also. Says the Gemara. There are two texts in the mission. One text of the mission is bricha, and one text of the mission is bracha. This layered branch, how do we call it? Bricha or bracha? Says the Gemara, Omarav Mona. It's bricha and bracha because people are called bricha and the bracha. Says in the passage, Baruch Lovan said to Eliezer, what does he say to him? Boy, bruch Hashem. Now you want to know something? The Ragachova takes that from this Yerushalmi. Guess what? You wouldn't believe it. This is what he takes out of it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a modern Yerushalmi. Basically, you'll take out the Targum. The Targum says, on Hashem, which is a very unusual expression. Because normally it says, by Baruch. It says before, Baruch Hashem. Take a look at the beginning of the page, 114, and page, it says, The only place in the Torah that says, Baruch Hashem is here. No other place in the Torah. Take a look at the Targum. It says, Baruch means Baruch. You see? Where's that? You have the Targum. Zaymoichel. Lamadal. Omar, all Baruch Hashem. Bricha Hashem, it says in the Targum. Bricha. Bricha. Ambruch. So all of, the, all of the translators translate, it says, come blessed of Hashem. You're blessed by Hashem, so to speak. Now, I believe the Rabbi Shavu wants to say as follows, because it's very clear that the Rabbi Shavu means that. He takes this to Yerushalmi, and he basically doesn't understand what is this. The two Gersois that Baruch was Bricha. What's the first gate Basically, Pshat is as follows. What does the Yerushalmi Taka want to say? Because this is bringing a blessing, thanks to this layered thing, which is Bricha, is bringing a bracha to the old tree. The other tree would have died. So this layered thing, which is a bricha, is bringing a bracha to that original thing. So what do we have from this? That when something is bricha, it is a source of blessing. And that is the source of blessing. Says the Rogichover, when Lovon says to Eliezer, Rome, boy, Bruch Hashem. He says, you were under the impression that you don't have Ashgocha protest because you're a Ben Noyach? And that's why you did what you did to my sister? What are you talking about? By Bruch Hashem. You're a Leezer Eved Avram, you're a Ben Noyach, which is a Bruch Hashem. Meaning you're a Bricha, which brings Bracha. You're, a, you're the source which brought the blessing. It's not coming from the omen. It's coming from you. This Ashgoch Prat is on you. Hashem is Mashgiach on you as a Prat. And therefore you serve as a Bricha, which is a Brocha. And that's why there's the Brocha, not because of the omen. So what are you telling me stories? You can rely on the omen and therefore you did to my sister so and so. Look what you did. By Brocha Hashem. Do this a Brocha Hashem. You're the source. That's why a Bricha is Brocha. Zarkitam at Yerushalmi. 
Says therefore the Rogat Shavu Lovin says, hey, "You're looking for trouble, Mister. You could be Chayv Misa." He brings to us a Talmud, a Talmud Bavli, which says that Alpi Talmud Bavli to be Chayv Misa in such a case, you need one aid is good enough. And one dying is good enough. And then it brings a Talmud Yerushalmi in Kedushin that not just one aid is good enough and one dying is good enough, but even it's Hoidas Atzmoy, says the Talmud Yerushalmi in Kedushin. So the Fiza, he was just said by Atzmoy. And he has every time Rome just looked what, I, what he did. He's Chayv Misa. You know what's going on? Says the Rogachover. That's why later on when he speaks to the parents, he knew very well he's in trouble if he's going to tell the Taka what happened. Because then what's going to be? It's going to be there will be no Ashbacha So that's why you have to change it around later on. The Chaim of Racha, thanks for staying. I'm very sorry. But it was too exciting to let you go in the middle. Even though I should have tackled, finished it at the end of the week. Have a good night. And uh, I hope I did justice to the Rogachova. And Bli Neder is not going to happen again. I always say, 